Again and welcome. Thanks for coming back once again. For uh, this is going to be Act One, Scene Two of Steam Spy's Solo Stories. Let's get right to it, shall we? Uh, when we last left off, my agent Roland Doyle was walking the streets of Amsterdam. He just had had his encounter, and that encounter took place at sunset. So it's probably dark now. It's probably full night. Uh, he is still wounded from that uh, knife fight that he had in the alley. But he does have an address where he believes the prototype mechanized kite should be being held. I'm going to say it's probably, uh, probably an apartment safe house the Dragon Sect uses here in, in Amsterdam. So the first thing I have to do is I kind of determine if there's anybody currently at the apartment guarding the thing. Uh, so I'm going to go to the story cipher again. This time I'm going to say that it, it's a fairly tense threat rating because, you know... Odds are pretty good that there'd be somebody there and things are kind of not going as planned. So I'm, this time I'm going to add one to my live die. And I get... I get yes, but. So there is somebody there, but. Um, how about but? They're asleep. So I'm going to be able to, to try and sneak in, but I'm going to have to be careful not to wake up, wake up the guard that's there. So, okay, before we get to the action, let's let's pause a moment here and let's throw together a quick NPC for the guard. That way they'll be ready when we when we do get to it. Uh, so first I roll, and uh, it's a male. And in this case, it's not as significant a thug as the guy in the alley, but not necessarily an average brute either. I'm going to kind of split the difference here, and I'm going to say he's a... 13-point NPC. Just, you know, there's nothing that says you have to stick to round numbers when you're putting these uh, NPCs together. They can be any value in there that you want. So we're going to go with 13 points. Uh, probably going to put most of his point into muscle. He's a guard. He's, he's just kind of the fighting guy. This, okay. Uh, and he can have a single skill point, so let's give him... Let's give him firearms just to be different. And boom, done. NPC is, is ready to roll. Okay, so Doyle. Doyle is walking along the streets. Right, a nice old-fashioned cobblestone ro- road uh, with the, the gas streetlights throwing little pools of light along the sidewalk. Maybe there's a light fog. you got the, the Amsterdam canals alongside. The houses are probably those uh, kind of bright-colored townhouses that you see in, in Amsterdam with the... Uh, you probably have some of those uh, little drawbridges over the, the canal. All right, so I'm walking along these, and when I get to the correct address, probably looks similar to most of the houses along the street. Let's say the address is for an upstairs apartment. That sounds fairly interesting. Oh, let's see if anybody else is out out in the street. Is this, uh, you know, how, how secluded am I right now? 
it's late, but I'm still going to say it's still a tense threat rating. So I get uh, no, no, no one is around. So now Roland has to make an infiltrating roll to get inside. Specifically, I'm going to say he's taking, he's going to stick with the, the physical approach at this point, even though he's wounded. That's that's the same as his, his uh, face approach. So uh, he's uh, probably going to try kind of physically climbing up to a an upper story window and, and forcing it open. So it's going to be kind of a physical approach. That means he's rolling under the intruder roll. And he can activate a stealth skill since he's trying to be quiet. Now, normally, I would use one of the opposing agent's types to provide the difficulty. But since we determined that he's sleeping, he's not really taking an active part until he wakes up. So I'm just going to say that this is going to be a medium difficulty task. Since you know it's kind of an average house, and this is this is what spies are trained to do, so it's it's pretty easy. It's a it's a medium uh, role. Uh, so Roland has to roll a six or better to succeed, and he got an eight. So so yeah, he makes it in pretty easily. Probably what he does is um, well, let's say he finds like a, maybe a neighbor's house that has a nice trellis that he can climb up to the roof. Once he's on the roof, he can kind of cross over to the correct house. You know, all the houses are kind of bunched together, so he can kind of go up and down the roofs to, till he gets to the right house. From there, you can kind of drop down and, and make it into a window of the correct house and kind of slip inside. So, I'm in the apartment. And once I'm in, I'll probably see the sleeping guard probably snoring away uh, somewhere by the door. And at this point, I kind of know that I need to be careful. So first, I need to find the motorized kite. Since I'm trying to acquire something, this becomes an acquire action. I'm still trying to do this fairly physically, so I'm going to use the burglar roll. And still a medium difficulty, so let's see what happens. And I fail. I can't find anything. So, I need a change in tactic. Um, I'm going to go over to the sleeping guard. I'm going to kind of slap a hand over his mouth and grab his arms and tie him to the chair real quick. This is going to require a pugilist roll, I think. It's kind of a fighting... It's going to be fighting against it, I'm sure. But since he's asleep, I'm just going to go with a, a easy difficulty number. Taking him by surprise. So, let's see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I got him. I kind of roughly manhandle him until he's tied to the chair. and uh, Got him ready for questioning now. So, uh, for questioning... Uh, that's going to be more of an enforcer role. And, and I get to use the intimidation skill. So this is going against his face type, which is five. Um, and, ooh, just barely succeeded against that. So I kind of get in his face, stare him in the eye, and say, where's the prototype? He probably tries to be real stoic and not say anything, but his eyes just kind of flicker over towards the closet. Uh, kind of revealing what's going on. Um, yeah, yeah, so so he, he tries to, but uh, he he lets, lets slip what's going on. All right, so I'm going to go over to the closet, and I'm going to start searching there. This is, this is going to be another burglar roll, but since I know it's here, it's probably going to be a fairly easy task, and I succeed. 
So, uh, let's say I find a hidden panel. And probably why it wasn't obvious. So I, I find a hidden panel, I pull it aside, and there's this motorized kite thing kind of packaged up and kind of folded and packaged it. A neat, uh, something carryable. So I'll pull it out and, um, ooh, I just realized that I didn't say anything about gagging the guard, did I? Oops. So, does, could there be backup here that he, if he yells for help, is there somebody, let's pose a question, okay, let's phrase it as, um, are there any backup guards that he can call for? Now, what you want to do when you're asking these questions, try to ask them so that a yes is the, the worst thing that could happen. That way, if, if you do get any bonuses, they, they make they lower your role and make it usually lower role is better for you. So if there are any backup guards, yes would be bad. Um, things have been going well so far, so I'm going to say it's kind of a calm threat range. Yes, yes, there are guards, and he's obviously going to yell, and uh, those guards have been alerted. So they're obviously going to be charging towards the apartment right now. So those guards, they're going to begin pounding on the door. And, no, actually, they're guards. They would have a key. They are coming in the door. Um, they are, they are, uh, there's nothing stopping them. So I am going to, as, as the door starts to open, I'm going to run... Uh, kind of charge at the door and try to force it closed. Now for these guards, I'm going to use the, the same stats as the one that I rolled up for the sleeping guard. It's easiest, quick, makes sense. They're, you know, they're kind of all the same anyway. So I'm going to use my pugilist skill again because I'm just trying to muscle this door closed. They have a fair amount of muscle and there's several of them. Fortunately, I have a little bit of leverage from the door, I would hope. So I'm going to make this a difficult task. This is tricky. Ooh. I make it. Okay, so I slam the door in their faces. So I got the door closed. I'm, I'm leaning. I gotta, I'm going to brace the door with a... Uh, uh, I'm going to slide. Oh! <laughs> I know. I'm going to use the chair that the other guard is tied to. Um, I'm going to tilt it back and kind of wedge it under the door with him still sitting on it. So his weight is uh, is helping uh, kind of hold this thing in place, going to make it harder for the guys to push it. So, th so this poor slob is just sitting there twisting helpless as he kind of braces the door that, that his own rescuers are trying to get through. Uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay. Now, of course, that means I can't go out the main door, so I'm going to grab the kite and go out the window that I, I previously came in. This time I'm not making any attempt to be quiet, so I'm just going to be using the chase action. There, there are two basic types of, of movement in this, uh, and it kind of depends on whether you're trying to move stealthily or, or sneaking in or out, out, sneaking into someplace, escaping someplace. You know, that's more of an infiltration. But if you're just all out, you don't care who sees you, you're just going, that's more of a chasing action. So this is going to be a chasing action. And since I'm kind of bursting out the window and climbing as fast as I can, I'm going to use the racer roll. And ah, my golden die exploded. All right. Oh, it exploded again. All right. So uh, yeah, I get back up to the roof very easily. The other guards are obviously on the way. They're going to, they're going to break in. Um, but I have a nice head start, so I'm up on the roof. 
the guards are going to have the house. They're going to try and surround the house, obviously. Probably come up from both sides. So I'm on the roof. They're going to be coming up from either side. Their their houses uh, connecting one way. They're coming up the other way. However, (laughs) it just so happens I have this motorized kite thing, don't I? Well, that seems like kind of an obvious solution. All right, so I'm going to... I got, I got a few minutes, uh, maybe a minute. I'm going to quickly uh, unfold this thing and strap it on. Probably just about the time it would take me to put it on, the guards are going to be popping up on the roof, and uh, I'm going to. it's probably cutting it close because they're going to be coming up. They're charging at me. I don't know how to operate this thing, but uh, I'm going to just have to take a running jump and give it a try. So this is going to be kind of interesting. Basically, I'm making a chasing action in order to get away, but the guards are essentially taking a fighting action. Uh, So they're going to try and shoot me before I get away. So I'm going to be using my racer roll again, but I'm using it against their muscle in this case. I also get to activate my air vehicle skill since since I have that thing. (laughs) They get to use their, their firearm skill. So... Let's see how this goes. I roll, and... Ooh. You just barely... Ooh, I just barely make it. Okay, but I do make it. I do make it. The uh, guards come storming at me. They got their guns out. Uh, just as I, I take a running leap off the roof. You know, it's kind of probably running using the angle of the roof to get some altitude. I run and jump and, and you know, flip on the motor. Uh, just as the guards come at me, they start taking their shots. Um, just barely missing my... F- you know, trying to grab for my feet, just missing. Uh, they take a couple of shots, very, very close. They zing past me. Maybe, uh, maybe they might puncture the kite right next to me, but but not enough to stop me. And I, I sail off and uh, disappear, kind of swerve over into the the clouds and flow out of the city, probably along the what is it, the Amstel River, I think, is in Amsterdam. Off I sail into the moonlight, disappearing into the clouds. So, that's the end of uh, the first act of the story. And so now what I do, I do a quick count. It looks like I used, I successfully used seven different rolls for this act. I've been kind of tallying them as I go along. Now, remember when I said that the more diverse stuff I do, the better? Well, that means, since I did seven different things... I get seven plot points. Now, plot points can be used for a number of things. Uh, In this case, uh, I can use it for advancement. And in fact, that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to use six of those plot points right now. And since I used intruder a fair amount this time, uh, I'm going to use, I'm going to raise my intruder roll by one. So that is now a two. And... That is about it for now. Thanks again for playing along. Stay tuned. There's a lot more adventure to come. See you next time. And that's it for this episode of Tabletop Radio Hour. Like always, you can find this episode on soundcloud.com slash tabletopradiohour and on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at TabletopCast if you have any questions or comments. You can join us over on facebook.com slash tabletopradiohour for regular updates. We also have an email address that is tabletopradiohour at gmail.com. Our website, tabletopradiohour.wordpress.com, 
you can find information about our Patreon page on our website. I want to thank you all for listening, and keep rolling 20s. Thank you.